Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Public Truth. I'm Daniel Evans, joined again by Thomas West, and we're sitting again here in Queens Park Park, right in the middle of uh, the Queens Park neighborhood in northwest London. Actually, just found out today, it's the last time for at least the foreseeable future we're going to be able to sit here, uh, but we'll, we'll get to more on that in just a minute. Um, we were joining you for our third in, uh, in an ongoing series of podcast chats in response to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, we talked about the virus itself, the beginning of it spreading, and uh, just some general reactions to it in our first episode. And then in the most recent one, we talked about the responses from, from individual people to societies, to governments, to institutions. Uh, there have been a large range of responses to the virus. And, and today, we're actually going to walk through a little bit on how we, as local church leaders of a startup church organization in Northwest London, are responding organizationally uh, to the virus and the knock-on effects of the virus. But um, before we do... Um, Maybe just a touch base personally seems like that's really appropriate now. Everybody, uh, as humankind so well does, when when disaster hits, we we can usually uh, understand the need for human connection, checking up on neighbor, those kind of things. How are you guys doing, Thomas, in, in the beginning stages of this UK lockdown? Thanks, Daniel. Glad to be back with everybody. And uh, just to work the comment in, the irony that we're recording this podcast in the quiet garden in Queens Park. Absolutely fitting that we make noise. Guys, I think the West are doing well. We, uh, I mean, D- Daniel, Daniel you'll, you'll share about it in, in a minute, the, the series of uh, pronouncements coming from um, Downing Street over the last week and the way those waves have made their way through. Um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, not discouraged, hopeful. Uh, I actually do think like hope filled in this that, uh, God's gonna, God's gonna get what he needs. Maybe if it's just time together as family or conversations that need to be had or, uh, an opportunity to do ministry in different ways. Um, that's where we are just, you know, in the last few days, I think unrelated to the virus, you know, kids just catch low grade fevers. I'm sure, you know, call for cold type thing, but, you know, that's that's where they are. Um, I don't know if we've really even felt ourselves, you know, for the last week, just how much of this is just the adrenaline of a situation, how much of it's just feeling unwell somehow, just who knows, we'll, maybe we'll figure this thing out down the line, but um, personally, I think we're good. The neighborhood's interesting, right? Grocery stores just running, running very low on stuff, trying to keep the shelves filled, um, a really like sensible and calm community, clear anxiety, um, um, spiking, you know? So I think that's us going from us to the community. How about you guys in the last week? How, how are you guys feeling, thinking, just kind of responding to this just in the last few days? Yeah. David, our youngest had a, had a fever earlier in the week. So we, we took the precautions to, uh, just keep the kids out of school from that point on and, uh, keep everybody at the house. So we've had now three days under our belt. 
of, of homeschool. And that's, that's been an adventure while at the same time trying to balance that and the care at home with um, changes organizationally that we're going to roll out here in just a second. Um, trying to make sure everybody's getting the care that they need in a, in a strange time from the kids to, to family. Um, yeah, I think we're doing fine. Um, also aware that, uh, that could change any day. Just, I mean, these are significant things, really unprecedented in, in our lifetime. Um, and there's no blueprint, blueprint for how to respond to him or, um, really even, uh, there's no self-awareness track history for me to know um, how, how I am going to respond to it. So, so far, so good. Um, I'm not buzzing with energy every morning or fired up to take on the day. Um, just kind of reacting and responding with some basic, uh, with some basic things that we know we need to get done. So that's, that's where we are. Well said, Daniel. Well, uh, it goes goes without saying. Um, I personally and our family's been greatly helped by being able to go through it together. Man, if it wasn't for you and I being able to have these conversations, um, you know, meeting daily, sometimes multiple times a day, if it's in person or um, on a FaceTime more frequently now, um, I really can't imagine where I'd be. So it means a lot to be able to go through it with you personally, man. And it really takes us into our idea for the day. Uh, the The word for this podcast is gathering, and we want to begin by talking about the scattering or the isolating that's now being called for. Daniel, this last week was, uh, I think, the week in the whole situation where the um, UK government really escalated the response uh, progressively day to day to day. I mean, you could really see it ramping up. Can you just take us through uh, just a brief survey of this last week and um, really the call towards scattering to homes and isolating there um, that, that we've been through in the last week's time? Yeah, man, we had we had family and friends in uh, this time last week and put everybody on an airplane on Sunday of last week and uh, there were hints in the government that they were trying to plan for herd immunity meaning they were not going to shut anything down they weren't going to request people to stay inside just a a general acknowledgement that social distancing is good and healthy um, but that it would probably be good just to let the the virus run its course and uh, see where we are after a few weeks and literally within 72 hours, that that tone changed. Um, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday into Wednesday, um, the, the NHS became more and more overwhelmed than it already was with responses to, to care. Um, there were suggestions that school's gonna lock down or shut down, but um, nothing imminent. Um, by, by Thursday, with Boris Johnson and the other government leaders, they were giving daily uh, press conferences to update people on what was going on. And, and the mood by Friday at the end of the week was just really serious. Washing your hands is no longer the only protocol. And enforce social distance. Don't go out unless you absolutely have to. Save the tube for the, mm-hmm. the first frontline responders. Um, Yes, yeah, so just the intensity of the message really picked up like a wave throughout the week and, and culminated in the forced closing 
of any public gathering space, theaters, gyms, cafes, pubs, nobody can eat in anymore. So um, that that was just in the last 48 hours, in addition to schools closing as well. So um, what started at the beginning of the week was, which was just, hey, everybody do well to stay away from people as much as you can, ended with forced closings of really any space you can gather and that that's true for here in queens park the park itself will be closing tomorrow um for the foreseeable future won't even be able to take a jog in the park so we're gonna feel that don't don't know how we're gonna feel it but but we're gonna feel it as you said we're we're gonna focus on gathering but uh but the word for the moment and the foreseeable future socially is scattering So our government's asking for people to scatter to the homes and to isolate there, um, practicing social distancing. Um, multiple episodes probably coming on relationships, distancing, the different things that we'll see in, in weeks, probably months ahead of how that really starts to, to, to wear on people. As we want to be obedient to the government, and many people are already um, just, just tucking in for weeks or months into the future, um, we at Redeemer Queens Park are looking for ways to still get people together in a way that's uh, full of neighbor love and is socially um, sensible and responsible. We're moving our gatherings online. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But Daniel, we're thinking about many people that have actually already been tucking in, especially the most vulnerable, over 70, people with underlying health conditions. Um, it, it, this is more than... Oh yeah, we we need to do that. It's this this is this is literally a matter of life and death for me. And others are practicing as a way of protecting them. So even though they'll probably be fine, just as a way of preventing further spread, they're tucking in as well. And we want to care for them in this season. So we're going to talk about the gatherings, but let's be sure to talk about the specific ways that we hope to get around people and provide practical care for them. Can you take us into? this new initiative that Redeemer is launching and carrying for Queens Park. Yeah, man. Um, well, while you and I and our families, um, we, we can still get sick by, by the virus. Um, people, people our age, um, people on our stage of life um, with, with few major underlying health concerns. We, we need to be careful. We don't need to be reckless. Um, but at the same time, the, the, the people who are really in danger um, are are the the elderly um, and those with more significant underlying conditions, and uh, and so for those people, um, it's wise and good that they should stay inside and try to stay away from expo- being exposed to the virus. Uh, for the rest of us, we, we should stay away and stay inside so that we don't expose them to the virus. Um, we do want to help. We're we're in a community that's pretty dense um, compared to the suburbs of North Carolina that I came from in in the United States. Um, We can easily access our neighbors um, by walking. We we can walk to everyone in Queens Park uh, within about a 12 to 15 minute walk. Um, And we we really convictionally feel 
that we need to use that to our advantage. Um, we, we can talk more about this on another episode, but the church has always been a community that um, when crisis strikes, they seek how to stay and help and not run and protect. And, and while there's good and fine reasons for people to protect and take care, um, we think this is an opportunity for us to show neighbor love in a unique way and in a unique time. It's not exclusive to the church. Other people, wonderfully, in God's grace, uh, his common grace to all people, show selflessness and love and care to neighbor, whether they're Christians, Muslims, atheists. But this is a unique way that us, as a local church in Queens Park, can do it. So we've got leaflets that we're going to drop by to our neighbors that says if you're quarantining or isolating for any reason, it, it could be elderly who are doing it for protection. It, it could be people like us who are otherwise healthy and are just staying inside to protect the elderly. Um, if you're isolating for any reason, we want to be able to help you. Um, if we can go grab essential groceries for you, we want to do that. Um, if we can drop off posts for you, we'd love to do that. If you just need somebody to talk to, I mean, that, that's what they're saying right now. And I've experienced it over three days last week, the isolation um, in three days in the home. Uh, and, I, and I had four vibrant human beings in the house with me. Maybe that was more the problem than the solution. But uh, uh, the, the isolation is going to get people, especially if it's going to be as long as some people are saying. Um, for for an elderly person who needs to stay in the house for the next 12 weeks, somebody to talk to um, is going to be absolutely needed for their own emotional, mental, and even spiritual health. We want we want to be there to pray. We want to be able to offer prayer for people. Um, we believe that God listens to the prayers of His people and He responds, and and we want to we want to offer that to the community around us. So over the next two weeks. We're going to be sliding our, our, our team of people, residents here in Queens Park, are going to be sliding response cards into our neighbors' doors and mailboxes, and, uh, and we're going to serve however we can when we get those responses from our neighbors. Um, in addition to that, uh, we got the link online for, for people who have different needs to be able to respond online. Those links are in the Redeemer QP uh, social media account bios. And, uh, and that's going to be really what the next two weeks entail from a response to the virus. We want to be able to care for the community around us. Care for Queens Park is what we're calling it. And, uh, and it may be that we respond in ways that aren't even listed on the tick card, that, that things pop up and needs arise. And we just want to have a flexibility of spirit, a heart really willing and ready to serve um, to be able to respond to care for our neighbors. We think now is the time, really, that, uh, that the church can show its reasonableness and relevance to the community. So... Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to care for the community around us really intentionally over the next few weeks, and I'm sure even beyond that. Uh, but, but, I mean, the church, uh, when you look at the Christian scriptures, the, the word comes from the gathered people, physically gathered people. Um, 
we we think it's good and right to not gather in large groups right now. We we want to obey and submit to the government authorities, to the scientists, to the doctors, all of it. It's it's the wise thing to do to not gather. So Thomas, the nature of the church is a gathered people and then a and then a scattered people. How, how do we respond? Um, as as a as an organization, Redeemer Queens Park, a young church coming together, how do we respond and still remain the church in a time where we can't physically gather for the foreseeable future? Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, we would obviously love to be hiring out Salisbury Primary School and hosting the Redeemer sessions, which you know are currently scheduled to move to fortnightly in April. Um, we would love to keep the uh, pub chats rolling at Alice House. Um, we'd love to be expanding our community group Bible study from from one into three. Um, that's that's the way um, we drew it up, so to speak. That's the plan that um, we, we we sense was wise and sensible, and we're making adjustments to that plan right now. We're moving those three Redeemer gatherings online, so to speak. Uh, those gatherings will take place across a, a, a variety of different uh, meeting platforms and digital chat rooms. Uh, for the next couple of months. Uh, Pub chats will take place on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, and then everyone involved in our community group um, hangout and Bible study will take place on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, and the Redeemer sessions, uh, they carry on on Saturdays at 3 p.m. We're actually um, pushing the pace on those. Those will meet every Saturday for the foreseeable future until we're able to um, get around each other physically again. Those will be happening um, online. The the exciting thing about uh, the Redeemer session is just yesterday when we had our first one of those, um, we actually met um, almost like in a really cool setup. There's a chat room where people could say hey to each other as the talk was going. We're actually going to build that out a little bit to where we'll even have some um, connecting with each other before the talk and then some actual discussion after the talk. We're really looking forward to building that out. But that's just a few ways we're trying We're trying to gather. Um, yeah, you're on a FaceTime, um, probably not getting to, to talk um, as, as much as you would as, as if it were in person. I'm sure that's going to be true for some people. Uh, but man, we're just hoping a lot of this is going to be therapeutic, just to be able to see somebody's face, to hear somebody's voice. Um, it, it'll, it'll help us remember that though we are scattered across multiple homes um, and flats, that, that we actually don't have to be alone. We, we can be in this together. And the, the messages that are going out in those three between the, the, the Tuesday night pub chats, I mean, really just being able to wrestle with some big life questions, especially in a season like this, that, that's good for the heart and mind uh, to be able to study the biography of Jesus called Mark on, on Wednesday nights. That, that'll be great, getting to look at and hear from him. That, that'll, be, that'll be really good. And then the sessions, just different uh, collections of talks that are being organized right now to help us to really stay encouraged and hopeful in a time that looks like it actually could get pretty bleak. We hope it wouldn't, but it's certainly possible. In addition to that, we're uh, thinking of different ways we actually want to gather uh, families together, and especially kids, and just have some fun in uh, in the in the days ahead. So, we're uh, we're uh, talking about a couple of different ways um, we could even have some some fun and, and very interactive children's program uh, to offer. Hopefully, we could get there in a couple of weeks' time as we figure out these other digital platforms. 
we talked a lot about this just in the last week. I mean, we've been staying up late, talking at all hours, trying to figure out how to put some of these things in, in place. Grateful to belong to um, companies of people. I mean, uh, Summit Collaborative in the States, Commission Network here. Um, we've had multiple touch points with each of them in the last week um, that have been helpful in being encouraged and, and figuring out um, how other people in other global cities are, are moving into this. Daniel, anything that uh, this lacking at this point or anything to come back and, and double down on from these gatherings that we're talking about? No, man. I, I, we, we actually could see a way where uh, there's, there's people in the community who wouldn't come out to, uh, to a physical church gathering. Uh, maybe, maybe they physically couldn't make it out of their home uh, to come to a local church gathering. And, and now... Um, the church gatherings can come to them. So we're excited um, that there's this principle, uh, really an attribute of, of God that we believe that the Bible shows that he's sovereign and he can actually work ev- even bad and terrible situations out for good. And, uh, and we're trusting that that's true for, for individuals here in Queens Park and around the world, uh, but also for this, this new church that's, that's coming together. Um, so we'd, we'd love for you to join in whatever way you'd like into those different gatherings. You can connect directly with Redeemer, uh, the, the new church coming together through our social media channels that you're going to see in the notes here. Uh, a lot of you are organizational leaders and, and you're trying to figure out how to respond to the, the virus and its implications in your context. And, and we'd love your feedback on, on how you're responding. Um, we do thank you for joining us. Um, we've, we've talked about the virus itself, the response to the virus around us, and, and even how we are trying to remain a gathered church, even when we can't physically gather together. So thanks for joining us. We're, we're going to continue navigating this thing together uh, as we particularly have a focus on dialoguing through the reasonableness and the relevance of church in culture today. Thanks for joining us. Follow us at The Public Truth on the social media channels, www.thepublictruth.co.uk on the web. And we'll see you again in a couple of days. Thanks.